awkward today. So what we're about to do here might be a little bit disjointed, so stay with us. Sure. Why not? It's going to be fun for the next hour or two or whatever. Okay. Um, Two days ago, you told the story of checking into the hotel room, valet parking your car, as we all have had to do, Mm -hmm. and then going to get your car the next morning, and unfortunately, a valet and a manager from the hotel met you and said, your car has been wrecked. Yes, that there had been a problem with the vehicle. And one of their attendants had apparently hit a ramp Yeah, on the way down or on the way up. I don't know. To the point of making your car completely undrivable? That's what I was told. They, I mean, I asked the question after he told me what had happened, well, is it drivable? And I was told no. You since have received a rental car from them? Yes. They say it may take longer than 10 days, the 10 days that we were going to be down here for them to fix it? Right. All you need is a hammer and some Bondo. I'll fix you, it. That's true. You would think. Some duct you know, that's a good point, Danny. Thank, shut up, George. <laughs> You've pounded a few fenders, haven't you? Absolutely. So, anyway, yesterday, you go up to the room, and they had sent you some sort of make-good gift. A gift basket. Yes. Full of really chintzy snack foods. Snacks. Yes. Snacks. Three Coronas. Right. And two tickets to go see Chicago. Yes. And a nice letter from the assistant general manager explaining to me just how sorry he was about the whole thing. And I'm sure it was very sincere. Oh, I'm sure. You know? Yes, all hotel general managers specialize in sincerity. Yeah. Or assistant general managers, as this guy is. So yesterday you were telling us a story on the air. We're laughing at the assortment of snack items that were put in the basket. Pretzels and Snickers and M&M's. I mean, it's just really... On rotten vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) On rotten vegetables. vegetables. I would have enjoyed that more than anything else in there. So we kept bothering you yesterday that we we need to press this issue. Right. That that's not enough. And to, you know, as a as a gag, send that guy an email and say, look, thanks, but we would like this to happen. Right. So last night you went to the comedy show. I went to a movie. And uh, when I got home last night, I composed an email to send to you that was just, you know, whatever. If you liked it, you could send it. Just had some copy points that I thought you might want to send to the general manager. So I'm going to read you the email I sent you. Okay. As a gag, this is what we were going to send to the assistant GM. Thank you so much for the nice gift basket. It was very thoughtful of you guys and very much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Also, the automobile you all provided was very nice. Thank you for doing all the legwork. I really haven't had to lift a finger since the incident occurred. It's been a very stressful week for me down here in San Antonio, and I imagine that going to see Chicago will alleviate some of that pressure. Well, I'm sure. Works <laughs> I'm for really, me. I'm really looking forward to the show. My girlfriend is coming in from Austin and has no idea that I'm taking her to see one of the legendary bands from my generation. <laughs> oh, my. Anyway, prior to the show Friday night, it looks like I'll have a little bit of downtime and was wondering if you guys could hook me up at a nice steak joint. I like steak. She likes steak. Heck, everyone likes steak. 
Also, she played golf at the University of Texas and is always talking about the great hill country golf down here. Do you guys have any hookups for golf on Saturday morning? It'd be really cool if you did. And lastly, I plan on coming on going home to Dallas on Sunday morning to celebrate my mother's birthday that afternoon. As much as I appreciate the car you provided me, I'm quite the erratic driver. <laughs> I'm very comfortable in my own car, but a little scared of driving four hours in a car that I'm not familiar with. Is there any way you guys could fly me home to Dallas on Southwest? <laughs> I think this is the easiest and best option. Mm-hmm. Again, I really appreciate all you guys have done in light of the most in light of a most egregious error performed by one of your employees. Ooh. Thanks for your time, Mike. And I just said to him, "Cool. Add anything you like." This was just a quick rough draft I did last night. If he emails you back, um, anything as far as flight requests or whatever. We can wait till after the show and tell them to cancel it all, that you change your mind or whatever. Well, I haven't changed my mind. Okay. Would you like for me to go ahead and read my retort here? Wait, yeah, so you yeah. added to this? Yeah, I didn't see, This is just what I sent to Mike. Yeah, okay. I to send. Yes. All right. Now, I did a little rewriting here. Oh, my. And you might say my tone is a little different from this. Now, we told you to push the envelope. Right. Okay. See if I push it far enough. Um, Dear Mr. We'll call him Mr. Smith. Okay. Okay. Thank you for your concern regarding the matter of this most egregious act of incompetence on the part of your valet staff. (laughs) To say the least, I was most disappointed to hear that my brand new 2011 Audi which I've enjoyed driving so very much and handles like a dream on the open road, the proving ground of every man, young or old. What? <laughs> so wordy. What are you, Hemingway? Was involved in a horrible mishap with one of your people at the helm. <laughs> and subsequently rendered undrivable. That doesn't even take into account the loss of value of the car down the road. That has been compromised so that I might as well just take that hit upon my return to Dallas. Okay. Ever since this tragic affair began rolling out, I've heard I'm sorry over and over again from your staff. Hell, I even got a letter stating same from you. Well, in this world we live in, Mr. Smith, everyone's sorry. Tiger <laughs> What oh, the no. hell are you doing? I don't know. Tiger Woods was sorry. What? Anthony Weiner was sorry. What? Anthony Weiner? If it made it out of his peculiar little imbroglio to tell us, Charles Whitman would probably be sorry. (laughs) The guy that killed like 30 people from the UT Tower. Yeah. All right. Allow me to paraphrase the great Elton John, Mr. Smith. Sorry seems to be the cheapest word. So let's talk about how my inconvenience and anguish can be meaningfully assuaged. The gesture of tickets to see Chicago was warm, but, Mr. Smith, Terry Kath killed himself playing Russian roulette. Not an awful way to go out, as Charles Whitman could attest in 1978. Oh, my God. One of my idols, Peter Cetera, hasn't been in the band for years. Oh, my God. Danny Seraphine is writing tell-all books and doing drum clinics. Chicago has been rendered nothing more than a horn section and a couple of sound-alikes. A big night out for the Tommy Bahama crowd and the Frau. Not for me. <laughs> God, he's so mean. Great. Please tell me you sent this. 
Yes, he did. Oh, this is awesome. Let us continue. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're about to get interrupted here. You better go. Really? It's over? Yeah, yeah, it's over. All right, take a break. We'll we'll finish this later. All right, 525 here on the ticket. Uh, Mike gets his car wrecked by the Hotel Valet down here in San Antonio. Um, They send up a couple of, uh, uh, they send up basically a gift basket to make up for it. They get him a rental car. Mm -hmm. Um, They give him two tickets to go see the band Chicago on Friday night here in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. They write a letter from the assistant general manager. It's all very nice. You have had to do nothing. Right. It's been, as far as wrecking your car, mm-hmm. it's been a pretty easy experience, right? Right. So we decided to push it just a little bit further to, to see exactly what we could get out of this hotel. And you got into very good, evil Mike character and composed one hellacious email. Now, I think we should just start over. You have to. Okay. Just start right. over from the beginning and, and write. All right, now explain yours. I mean, you gave me the idea and you yeah i I just you came up with one for me to send to them and how would you describe the tone of yours as docile just seeing if he would respond yes yours was very congenial oh yeah you were trying to get you were trying to get a free steak yes a let's see a free round of golf free round of golf who's coming up from austin yes (laughs) who played college golf and a, a, a plane ride on southwest home yes very That's reasonable request right. if you ask me considering what's happened right now, and and, I, and my email was just kind of jovial like you said and 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 just you know thank yeah. you very much but this is what I want as well just to see what would happen yeah you decided to incorporate that but take a more sinister tone Should I'm be... taking it to a a little bit different place now let me just point this out too from the get this trip home from the get go I've known I was going to have to do this because my mother's birthday is coming up Friday and we're having a birthday party for Saturday. So so all along, the idea was for me to go home this weekend and come back for next week's festivities. So this is not, you know, some lark I'm going on trying to get back for the weekend. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't go at all. Anyway, I write to him, Dear Mr. Smith, Thank you for your concern regarding the matter of this most egregious act of incompetence on the part of your valet staff. Wow. That's a great opening statement. To say the least, I was most disappointed to hear that my brand new 2011 Audi, which I've enjoyed driving so very much and handles like a dream on the open road, the proving ground of every man, young or old, was involved in a horrible mishap with one of your people at the helm and subsequently rendered undrivable. This doesn't even take into account the loss of value of the car down the road. That has been compromised so that I might as well just take that hit upon my my return to Dallas. What does that mean? That means that that I might just get rid of it. Just trade it in. Yeah, just get rid of it when I get back. God, how big time. (laughs) Ever since this tragic affair began rolling out. Tragic affair. (laughs) Yes. Tragic. Yes. I've heard I'm sorry over and over again from your staff. Hell, I even got a letter stating same from you. Well, in this world we live in, Mr. Smith, everyone's sorry. Tiger Woods was sorry. Anthony Weiner was sorry. If he'd made it out of his peculiar little imbroglio to tell us, Charles Whitman would probably be sorry. Allow me to paraphrase the great Elton John, Mr. Smith. Sorry seems to be the cheapest word. God. How are we doing so far? You're, You're doing, doing great. great. You're doing great. And this guy, and you've sent this, right? Yes. He's reading this quaking in his boots. 
So, let's talk about how my inconvenience and anguish can be meaningfully assuaged. Yes. The gesture of ticket. <laughs> I love how you just go start ripping into New Chicago <laughs> like it's their fault. <laughs> the gest- gesture of tickets to see Chicago was warm. But, Mr. Smith, Terry Kath killed himself playing Russian roulette. <laughs> God! So dark! Not an awful way to go out, as Charles Whitman could attest. <laughs> Another Charles Whitman reference. I hope this guy is a horn. Oh, my God. In 1978, one of my idols, Peter Cetera, has admitted the bad for years. <laughs> this guy's thinking, all right, surely this guy, he seems to be probably, you know, of an age where he would love the band Chicago. And here's a diatribe about suicide, <laughs> Russian roulette. Mass murder. Ma- mass murder. All for a little fender. (laughs) (laughs) Danny Serafin is writing tell-all books and doing drum clinics. Chicago has been rendered nothing more than a horn section and a couple of sound-alikes. A big night out for the Tommy Bahama crowd and the Frau. Not for me. (laughs) Not for me. (laughs) Also, the basket of rolled gold (laughs) twists. What is that? Pretzel, say it again. Rolled gold what? Tiny twists. <laughs> Those are delicious. It's your pretzel. Yes, they are. Yeah. Munchies, M&M's, Chips Ahoy, a Snickers Munchies. bar, Emerald Mixed Nuts, and Jack Link's Beef Jerky was nice. What are munchies? Some kind of cheese thing. <laughs> are you sure it wasn't munchos? No. No, I think it's munchies. Okay. But I'm not sure of that, no. Okay. Your staff of highly motivated self-starters trying to make their way up the hospitality industry food chain showed genuine attention to detail by making sure the M&Ms were peanuts and the emerald mixed nuts were deluxe. This this gift basket doesn't sound like like condolences to a guy that had his car wrecked. It sounds like a rescue pack for a pothead. Yeah, it does. Here, man. And the three Coronas gave a glimpse of an organization not afraid to take a walk on its wild side. Bravo. (laughs) What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, three Coronas, hey. Yeah, you're speculating that... Yeah, we're trying to get your head right with everything, man. You need to relax. Right. Okay. So just chill with Corona. But you know what, Mr. Smith... I don't like any of these things. <laughs> I don't like any of these things. Yes. <laughs> or those things. And that leaves us at this. What do I like? What's it going to take to get me back on track and thinking favorably about Courtyard by Marriott to the <laughs> point where not only might I, might I stay here again, but truthfully recommend to my over 200,000 followers on Twitter... And maxed out 5,000 Facebook friends that they do the same. Oh, <laughs> my God. Shoopy, shoopy, shoopy. 200,000. Wow. Well, Mr. Smith, I'll tell you what I like. I like steak. <laughs> <laughs> And I think reservations for four at San Antonio's finest steak emporium would be in order. Okay. 
I don't like golf, but my clients do. I don't think a tee time for four on San Antonio's finest links would be unmanageable for an organization like yours. What, where did you? When did you start having clients? He doesn't know what he does. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I like my mother, and her 89th birthday is coming up Saturday. My plan was to drive back up for her birthday party Friday night, and I still could do that in that fabulous Jeep Grand Cherokee you put me in. However, that is a very large vehicle, and I'm a rather erratic driver. <laughs> a better plan would be a nice first-class round-trip ticket yes. on Southwest Airlines, departing around 9 Friday night, returning to Sunday afternoon. Oh, specific times. Seems very arrangeable for an organization with the footprint of Courtyard by Marriott. I like friendly female companionship. Oh, no! Yes! No! <laughs> Tall, a little older, say over 40, and amply bosomed. Oh, my God. You're awesome. Amply. Don't concern, don't concern yourself with spikes being driven into the walls or strange noises of love being emitted or any kinds of toys usage. <laughs> as I'm strictly a beige man. And upon performing... What the hell is going on? What are you doing? <laughs> did you say... Did you spell out beige? No, I just with the initials. Oh, just... Okay. All right. And upon performing her duty, she can leave. I'm not looking for the so-called girlfriend experience. In other words, buy me a whore. You've just asked a ho a, one of the biggest hotel chains in the world... Too much to ask? We think not. For a beige. <laughs> and that's the end? No. Okay. Oh, there's more. In view of the tragedy and the inconvenience of how I've been put out due to the recklessness and total disregard of property, life, and even justice of your staff. <laughs> I think all of this might begin to balance things out and get me feeling good about Courtyard by Marriott once again. Best regards, Michael Reiner. Wow. <laughs> now, here's the weird part about this, is that yesterday we were trying to convince him to do something like this, obviously not this over the top. I'm glad you did it that over the top, though. You're like, no, I'm, I'm, they've been really nice, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, let's just push it a little bit. So you go from, no, I don't know, maybe not, to this. And then, today, he was so in character writing this that he wants these things. That is amazing. I can't believe they haven't written you back. Well, maybe they have. I haven't looked at email in a while well, here. Well, look. We may have something for next. Or tomorrow, because you yeah, guys like to package probably, everything. We might we get to this to, by November. We would yeah. have to wait till tomorrow if, in fact, they did respond. Yeah, I don't think we've seen anything quite yet. But there you go. We await their reply and their response and their rejoinder. Wow, that is um, that's amazing. That is seriously amazing. You look totally put off by it. What's no, the no with I'm you? not put off. I'm in shock. Is everybody who's listening should be in shock too? Again, I don't well know done. what the pecking order is of, of hotels across America, like Hilton and Holiday Inn and Marriott. I don't know where they all rank or anything, but you just asked one of them for a hooker. No, I didn't. I just asked for a little friendly female companionship. Right. 
you asked them for a hooker. With a couple of certain caveats. And a first-class flight on Southwest, which does not exist. <laughs> Whatever. As long as we're clearing up loose ends, you might as well shoot high, homies. I guess so. Could you have Southwest build me a nice, sweet new plane? That's awesome. You know what I bet happens? What? My prediction is that he will email you back and say, again, sorry, after he is talking to his general manager for about six hours tonight. Sorry, we can't accommodate your steak request and your golf request, but that's probably it. You think two for four is what I'll do, what I'll get? I imagine so. I imagine they'll ignore the whore. Maybe not. And Hey, people are capable of stringing these things together. I hope you get some old San Antonio whore tonight showing up at your bedroom at like midnight. No, I hope you get the girl. Hello, Tom- Michael. I hope you get the first <laughs> I hope you get the first girl that Tom Cruise got in risky business. About the six foot four black chick that was a guy. <laughs> you ready? Oh. Yeah, I want you to get the dude from the green mile in a dress. Yeah, maybe that'll be it. But we'll see where it all goes. You ready for your beast? 